Welcome to our mini episodes where we answer your biggest questions about money. Guys, keep them coming. We love your questions. There's some good content right there. Great content. What do we have today? So the next one is from Sean. She got in touch and asked, how do you do finances with your partner, especially if one of you earns a lot more than the other? Oh, with a lot of arguing. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, obviously last year I was work, last year was very good for the crypto market. So I was making a lot more than my partner. Then this year the market crashed and now she's making more than me. But um, I've recently changed jobs and we'll get into that later. So now I'm making more than her. But for us, it's um, since we had a kid, she started worrying. We started worrying more about, I don't worry about anything, but she started worrying more about finances. So she's like, you need to leave crypto. It's not stable. We have a kid now. We need to invest. So we're setting up his ISA, which you're going to help us with. Yeah. Um, and we're probably going to open a joint bank account for just for like savings and investments yeah. so that she has a bit more transparency with what I'm putting our money into because mm -hmm. obviously I was previously just putting it all into crypto. So now obviously she's been watching the podcast. She loves it. Um, and yeah, she wants us to You're diversify. treading carefully around this. I'm area. treading very carefully because <laughs> once this goes live, I might be sleeping on the street. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so, I might yeah. tell her about that other bank account you got, that Swiss bank account. <laughs> <laughs> with the, the, all the gold bullion safe yeah. I've got. Um, so yeah, right now we're looking at um, doing joint investments, um, obviously for the for a little baby. Um, and yeah, I think transparency and talking about it, like we didn't really used to talk about it before. I'd be like, trust me, don't worry. It's all in crypto. We're going to be rich. But now since we've been, what we've been on the podcast, we're being a bit more strategic and looking more long-term, not just for us, cause we're trying to buy a house as well. Um, hopefully next year. So, um, right now we're saving towards the house and also saving towards the little one. The one thing that's obviously saved jointly for a child because the child is is one. From a perspective of investing together, I would always say invest in your own ISA and pension. Um, just because if if the the relationship ever broke down, it's quite messy and yeah. taking money you can't take money out of a pension, obviously, but taking money out of an ISA, you then lose the tax free benefit. You've both got separate allowances. Use them. You can both do the exact same thing yeah. in your own accounts, but it just gives you a little bit of ownership, and it means that. It, both parties are covered and that's cleaner. Yeah, so um, I earn more than my partner now. That wasn't the case in the past. She earned more than me. But for me, like money's an important topic, obviously. So it's kind of like an, a non-negotiable in terms of discussion in the house because I get pretty stressed out if I think that she's not doing well financially or, or struggling. So I set those boundaries pretty early on in terms of or that expectation of like, I need to kind of know what's going on a bit. Um, I've had bad relationships in the past that were centered around one person being really reckless with money and me being the way I am. And that just like ruined my life. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't do that again. My current partner though, she doesn't, she doesn't like talking about money. She's not a money person. So she can often like her business is in the beauty industry and during lockdown they closed off her industry but they gave her no support so she just had no money so for a while she was just struggling on and then it and then it was kind of like well how are you paying for things she's like i've got no money and it's like well why didn't you tell me so i had to then step in and pay for everything in the house for that 12 month period um you know she she back up and earning now and stuff but D those kind of conversations I can get kind of like annoyed if they'd like sprung on me at the last minute it's like oh I've been but she's from a perspective of I was trying to figure it out I was trying to battle through it so now it's it's a lot clearer of if you're struggling come to me and we can sort it out and in the house really we have a joint account and we both pay money into that 
For the household things. Yeah, like all the bills, all the all of the costs for the house are in that account and we both put money in and then what you have is your own if you want. I encourage her to invest and save as well. She runs a business so as well, so there's always investment within the business. But it's it's not a joint household mine. It is it is separate in ways. Yeah. I mean I think I'm a bit like your partner. Um I've never talked about money with any of my past relationships. This is the first time now, but that's only because I just had a kid that we're talking about finances. I think a lot of people, I think it's a bit like debt. A lot of people don't want to, if you're not doing well, you don't want to talk about it. And even if you are, I think it's quite a personal thing. Um, so I've always kind of just never talked about it. I'm like, this is my money. You do what you want. You do your money and everyone's happy. Um, How do you tackle the bills in the house? Um, so we just, we like divvied them up. So like I do like uh, Sky, Sky and like Wi-Fi because I was like, we need all the sports channels so I can watch all my basketball. So I do all the Sky, uh, Wi-Fi. She does like heating and electricity and then we just split Oh, the she got the bad and, ones. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got, big, we, got a big, we, got a big, we got a big Sky bill. Um, okay. It's like a hundred and something a month. Yeah. Um, got all the channels. Um, but now we're like, for the first time we're talking about money because we've got a baby and like future investments, but it's not, it's not an easy topic because- you might have different ideas, different risk appetites. Um, she's only ever invested in property. Um, and I've really mainly done crypto and a little bit in the stock market. So um, we're trying to come to like a happy medium. We don't have any joint accounts like you guys, but we're thinking about opening one. Um, That's just easy then because it's yeah. like you've got to pay X amount, X amount a month yeah. on this day and then it all goes out and then it's nice and clean. We have everything like the Netflix, the food shopping in there. So whenever one of us goes food shopping, we pick up the card and spend on that uh, you know crazy. we know that there's like 400 quid a month for food or whatever in there so you know it all goes into that and then that means it's you fulfilled your responsibilities to the home in that sense yeah um it is harder especially like uh, the second part of the question when one of you earns more than the other obviously the crypto market crashed this year so for a while she was earning more than me and i think that's the first time in my life my partner was earning more than me so it was a bit um it's like a power shift a little bit. Like it's a bit weird. I if you allow it to be that. You don't know, you don't allow it to be, but it it's just like, it's, a, it's just a bit weird. Like it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really bother me, but it was just a bit weird for a bit. But um, yeah, she used to earn loads of money back in the day and it doesn't, it didn't never bothered me. Yeah, no, I I'm happy, happy to her. be a kept man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay at home dad. No, I, I never really asked for that. I just wanted her to make sure that, I mean, I benefited with nice food and, and things in the house, but <laughs> I never wanted her to like, you know, give me money. I, I want my own money. Yeah, I want exactly. to earn it myself. That's part of like my own identity. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't bother me if, if she earns more than me and vice versa. So do you still put in, do you put in 50-50 into the joint no, account or do you put in a bit we more? We used to um, until a couple of months ago. Now I put in a bit more. Is it um, proportional? No. It's probably like not, more. no. If it was proportional, I'd pay most of it. Like, you know, I've always been of the, the view of like, when it comes to housing costs, it's a 50-50 burden because, you know, we live in this house together and- yeah. Just because you, when she earned more, I didn't ask her to pay more into the house. But now I kind of see from the perspective of, okay, you know, I can afford to put a bit more up. But, you know, when you're saying I will pay an extra £500 a month in, that's £6,000 net. So I've got to bring in an extra 10K to, to, to like, to make that. That's, that's a big commitment financially. Yeah. So I was aware of that. And it probably took me a little bit of time to come around to it. I was probably a bit of a miser because I was just kind of like, well, we both live in the house. It's 50-50, you know, and then- I'm, I'm like literally the opposite of you. I'm like, when I'm, now I'm making more, I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, we need to get nappies. And I'll just come back with like huge boxes of nappies, like loads of them and like, we need wet wipes. So I just get like a room full of wet wipes. So I like to, or like, we need a new rug. I just, I love buying like 
like spur of the thing moments where she's like, oh, I need to, we need some groceries. I'm like, I got it. So I like to yeah. like pay for- big- Well, I paid for all our holidays yeah. this, oh. this year. So we went on, we've been on a couple of holidays to pay for those, yeah. you know, so I, I do those bits. But, but when, with, with the house, it was kind of just like, it's down the middle. We both agreed to live in this house. We both knew what the costs were coming in. We should split that. I agree you know, that's that. how I've always approached it personally. Because I, I just think that. it removes like a- this is my house, not yours. Yeah. Or, you know, the, if you're not 50-50 on the household bills, I think sometimes it can be a bit like, I own this house. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and when it comes to mortgages and if you split up, it can get real nasty then where the person's like, well, actually I paid a third more than you over the lifetime. So I'm going to get more. And then it, yeah. I think I'm all about the clean, the, the cleanness if it, if it goes wrong. But I do get that. I earn a fair bit more than her now, so I pay more and I'm fine with that. And and I do think it's the right thing to do um, to support her because you're a team, aren't you? And you're stronger yeah. as a team. And one day maybe she's going to earn more than me. But it, it's hard to have those conversations because she doesn't like talking about them. Over WhatsApp is probably better. Oh yeah, I was going to say, do you like sit down in the living room and have? I couldn't think of anything more daunting than sitting down like once a week and having like, let's get all the finances out and yeah. like investments and yeah. bills. I'm there that. with like the the fact like the typewriter, Excel spreadsheet, yeah. and your whiteboard and everything. Yeah, no, I'm just like, what do we need to pay? All right, I got it. If you ever need to have a difficult conversation with a child, say like you need to ask them about something that's happened at school or whatever, you know, like but you don't want to look them in the eye because it's a bit intimidating. You sit them in the back of the car and you drive, and they'll they'll tell you because they're in the back they, they feel more comfortable to talk because you're not kind of looking them in the eye and I guess the WhatsApp conversation's a bit like that if you've got a partner that doesn't like talking about money maybe say well have a chat over WhatsApp about it yeah I think that's a good idea good advice WhatsApp WhatsApp or or sit them in the back of the so, car yeah, get, get the missus in the back of the car so where are we going just driving around the get block get in the boot <laughs> we listen. need to talk <laughs> next question is from J.A. Hunter he asks, can I just keep balance transferring my interest-free credit cards forever and ever yeah. and ever? Well, you found a little loophole there. You can until you can't is the answer to that. And I think, um, you know, you can rely on rolling it over, but then you might just get refused and then you're scuppered. So, you know, I, I used to see this all the time that people would, when I worked in the debt solutions industry, they would be executives with a lot of credit card debt a hundred grand a credit card debt, say, and they would just be rolling it on interest free and then they get declined. And within two months that they're, they're screwed because they've, they've, you know, the interest payments are massive, 27% or whatever a year on a hundred grand, you know, like that's, that's 27K a year in interest. So you've suddenly got an extra two grand a month to find just in interest. So it's a great strategy for reducing the amount of interest that you've got to pay, but your aim should be to pay off the debt as you're going. What I would say is move debt onto interest-free as much as you can, pay off any debt that's still got an interest rate applied to it, and then you know continue to roll. But don't rely on the fact that you can just keep shifting this balance forever because they will at some point go, no, you can't. But it doesn't affect your credit rating, right? No, balance transfer. Should, yes. Well, to do a balance transfer, you typically have to open a new card. And at the point you apply for credit, then you'll get a mark on your credit rating that says you've applied for credit. And some lenders might then go, I'm not going to lend to that person within six to 12 months because they've just taken out new debt. And if they're applying for a load of debt, then it, we think, well, you know, no. But, you know, the way to see it is if you're continually balanced transferring, you're also paying a two to 3% fee typically. So it's not free. You are, you are paying a fee over time. And at some point, the credit card company is going to want their money back and they might just go, 
Yeah, no, we're not going to so give maybe, you those transfer. Maybe like a short-term measure. If you're about to enter into high interest, it's amazing to rotate that balance onto a, ba- a balance transfer. I do it, you know, when I do my studio or something, I might, or I have a large purchase, you can buy it on a card that gives you points and then balance transfer that out to an interest-free and pay that off. So, you, you, you know, it's like a free loan in that sense. But I've got the cash behind me to cover it. If you're struggling with debt, it's great to move stuff off to give you some time to pay off the other high interest stuff. Breathing room. Yeah. yeah, but you can't then think, well, I found a hit, the glitch here. I'm just going <laughs> to keep rolling it forever. <laughs> Running through the matrix. Yeah, so, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I can guarantee that at some point the answer will be no and then you'll be screwed. J.A. Hunter. <laughs> what do you want to ask us or future guests? Email us at makingmoney at kindling.media or just slide into the DMs. This isn't advice. Whilst we discuss individual examples, we can't give you personal financial advice. What we can do is offer a perspective and discuss the issues. I'm Damo. I'm T. And we'll be back next week answering some more of your questions. Quick question from me and the Making Money team. Would you like us to come into your workplace to teach you and your colleagues more about personal finance? It's an absolute joke that we're not taught what to do with money, and this knowledge gap makes most people much poorer over their lifetimes. Take your work-based pension. Most people have no idea what the fund they're invested in does, and plenty of people just opt out altogether. We can cover whatever is most important, from the basics to complex financial retirement planning supported by qualified financial advisors who are not there to sell you anything. We take different approaches for different people in a company depending on stuff like their age or their income. If you think people you work with could benefit from financial education, then please email will at getmost.co.uk. It doesn't matter what your role is in the business, we want to hear from you. So email will at getmost.co.uk. And I've left a link in the description for you. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app.